You are listening to This is Oklahoma, hosted by Mike Hearn, telling stories of Oklahomans and those that have made it their home. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of This is Oklahoma. Mike Hearn here, your host, back with another episode. And, man, I've been trying to get this episode for quite a while. I've been bugging my wife to do to get in touch with our guest today because they went to high school together and kind of known him, kind of not. We've bumped into each other a few times. But finally got him in the room, sadly, because the Thunder aren't playing. No. Uh, so he's off. <laughs> so he's not working right now. Um but welcome to the podcast, Malcolm Tubbs. How you doing, man? Doing good. I appreciate your time. This is uh, this is awesome. Like I said, we've been bumping into each other a couple of times now, the last couple of months, and mm-hmm. you know we both did the. Well, you did the full marathon. I did the half. Yeah. Um, crushed it, by the way. It was awesome. Uh, yeah, great job there. And then obviously you see you at Thunder Games all the time. You know. <laughs> yeah. um, how did you get into that? How how did you like? Because I'm sure there was a ton of people that wanted that job, right? And I mean, I would imagine so, because it's, yeah. it's like the best job to even call a job. You right. know, it's even crazy to think. But um, I mean, I guess how it started, a friend that I had from high school um, who I stayed in contact with after we graduated uh, was actually a ball girl okay. for the Thunder. Her name is Marky. And she was telling me that, uh, hey, they're having these auditions for Storm Chasers. You should you should audition. It's like basically the same thing you did in high school. You know, yeah. just hype up the crowd at basketball games. You know, have fun, be crazy. And I was like, okay, like so. You know, what is you know? Does it pay? And what's the time like? What do you do? She's like, every home game it does pay. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. count me in, bet. Yeah. So at the time, um, I think I was working at a barbecue restaurant and taking classes at uh, UCO. Mm-hmm. So uh, doing that. And I was like, okay, maybe I can go. Um, I mean, I'm not really, you know, I'm not a big Thunder fan like that. Not really a big basketball fan. Yeah. So uh, if I if I can get off, I'll I'll, I'll come. We'll see. Um, and really, it's kind of like I remember that day. Mm-hmm. That day, uh, this lady came in, or one of my coworkers came in uh, at the restaurant. She was like, hey, I just need to make some extra dough. Does anybody want to get off? And I was like, uh, yeah, let me off. Um, I can, I have something else I could do right now. Um, and then it was still a few hours until the actual audition started. So I, uh, kind of lounged around. I was debating, like, should I go? Like, I don't know. Like, you know, it's kind of a big deal uh, or seems like a big deal. It's just thunder, you know? And sure enough, I went, Marky hit me up and was like, you got to come. Like, we, I don't want to go by myself. I'm like, okay, let's do it. It was at the, uh, Thunder offices downtown, and the audition was just like a crazy process. It was like maybe 30, 40 people in there, and you can tell they're all just extremely talented, just dancers, right. um, you know, acrobats, comedians, all these crazy talented people, and I'm just like, I'm just kind of a wild child naturally, so yeah. I figured, you know, just have fun with it, and it was basically like a big dance party, like who can stay the most energetic for the longest and have fun. and <laughs> For no reason, it, right? right? Just for no reason at all. Yeah. Uh, it was literally like they set up a conga line type thing and played music, and they were just like, yeah, have fun. We're like, yeah. are we being judged on this? Yeah, so yeah. Just like grooving and stuff. Uh, you know, meeting people, having fun, and uh, get to the talent portion of the audition. And there's like people walking up, they're doing like choreographed routines, they're bringing in props, like going out to the car and getting stuff. And I'm like, man, like I, you know, I just signed up day of, <laughs> you know. Um, I was like, I don't, I don't know what I could do. I don't know mm-hmm. what, what I would do to kind of stand out. But uh, my manager at the time was just like, hey, if you don't have a talent, we understand. You can just say your name 
and why you want to be a storm chaser. Um, and that works too. So yeah. I was like, I can't do that. There's no way. Yeah. Like, I can't look gonna... like a death sentence, right? It's yeah. like, I'm done. You yeah. know, it's especially like... going after a guy who just hit 17 backflips <laughs> and didn't get tired. You know, it's like, okay. Nailed every single one. Right, yeah. right. Full scholarship to OU. Yeah. 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 <laughs> These professionals. Yeah. And I was like, okay, so I'm thinking, it's like coming down the line to me and I'm thinking the whole time, I was like, what can I do? What can I do? What can I do? Um, so there was a microphone like in the corner. I was like, I don't know if they, if it works, but I'm going to yeah. see if I can use it. So I got up, I was like, Hey guys, I'm Malcolm. Um, I don't really have a talent, but I could, I could, you know, come up with something. They're like, okay, yeah, whatever. I was like, yeah. can, I, can I use that microphone over there? I was like, we don't think it works. I like grabbed it and I turned it on. I was like, oh, it does work. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Green light. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was like, what's up, Thunder fans? How you doing? Yeah. And then they're like, ah, I was like, I don't even remember what I said. It was something like, I was just thinking on the fly, have you ever heard of Chuck Norrisisms? Yeah, So yeah, it's yeah. like, you know, Chuck Norris can do this because he's Chuck Norris. Yeah, you know? yeah. So I did that, but with, like, the Thunder players. Okay. So kind of like an intro. So right. I was like, yo, Thunder fans, make some noise for Kevin Durant. He's so strong, he doesn't push himself up. He pushes the earth down. Make some noise. <laughs> and I just, you know, went through a few of those yeah. with some of the players. Did you make those up on the spot? Uh, just on the spot, like on the fly. <laughs> I was like literally Googling stuff like yeah. Chuck Norris. Googling lines. the roster as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't even know the players at the time. So it was um, it was fun. And then did that, and uh, I was like, oh, my gosh, that was the dumbest thing I could have ever done. But whatever. Hopefully yeah. they liked it. Uh, at the end of the audition, uh, boss came up, and he was like, well, guys, everyone did good. Um, we can only take like 20 of you. So um, there's a few more than 20 here. We'll let you know. Probably within the next week, uh, maybe next week via email or phone yeah. call if you made the team or not. And me and Marky both walked out like, I don't know, like that was kind of, <laughs> it was awkward. It was right. it was fun, but it was like, you know, you're just never sure in a situation like that. So, uh, I mean, the next day, it was crazy. The next day I'm at work and I got this phone call. Um, and I was like, snuck away to the bathroom. I was like, hello, who is this? And they were like, hey, this is, uh, this is uh, you know, manager with Thunder. Um, we saw you at the Storm Chaser auditions. You crushed it. He was like, you absolutely made the team. We got to have you on the team. Yeah. I was like, what? Tight. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And he was like, but also, if, if you're, you know, if you're down, we uh, have auditions to become the MC for the Thunder. And I was like, oh, snap, MC? What? He was yeah. like, we'd love to have you do that, too. I was like, MC? Yeah. Well, okay. That's more like it. Um, what, so what, what, is a, what is an MC? <laughs> like, I, really, I really didn't know. He was like, it's a master of ceremonies. He was like, you'd be, he was like, have you ever been to a game before? I was like, maybe one like yeah. four or five years ago or something he's like well he's like you'd be the guy in the middle of the court talking on the mic hyping up the crowd being wild and crazy he's like basically what you did at the storm tish auditions we want you to do that in front but of 18,000 fans. Yeah, yeah, like, fans yeah i was like uh uh okay <laughs> you know and it kind of all dawned on me what kind of what that meant yeah so, he's like come in and next you know next week maybe or when you're free and we'll kind of show you the ropes and right. you know see what you got and and it was a crazy process uh, over the summer when I tried to audition. They told me there's a few other people who were kind of, you know, going for that spot. And they were like, but we, we kind of feel good about you. So we're gonna, what we're going to do is going to try you out at the first preseason game. It was like 2014. So I uh, did the first preseason game. And I remember it like it was yesterday. It was like yeah. my, my first hit, my first little fan interactive timeout was the second timeout of the first quarter. And it was in Tulsa. We were facing off against the uh, Timberwolves. And my, uh, 
my boss was like, are you about to kill this? You about to crush it? You know, all these fans from Tulsa, they don't know what you about to bring. Just bring it. You know, be yourself, have fun, smile, all that. And I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah, let's do yeah, it. Yeah, I can do this. Yeah. So I walked out, and I remember the game now. I remember it, you know, verbatim. Um, but when I got out there, I could not say a word. Like, <laughs> so I, I had this earpiece in, and my, my boss was like, all right, Malcolm, three, two, one, go, talk. And I was like, I, I do this like nervous laughing tick. Yeah. <laughs> um, Hi, you know, guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we got the rumble here, um, and he's, it was so bad. Yeah. So I couldn't even get through it. Um, they actually had to have the guy on the PA like finish my script. Oh, it was so Yeah. Do you have so it bad. on video? Uh, I don't I don't know. I don't know. I would hope it's lost Someone. somewhere. <laughs> I would hope no one could ever see it ever. Yeah. Ever. Someone's going to bring that up when you retire. Oh, my gosh. But. So that was summer 2014. Yeah. And yeah. preseason game. So were you just crushed after that oh, first man, like, I was like, uh, well, I definitely, you know, lost that opportunity. There, yeah. there goes there goes that. Um but that was just my first time out, so I still had like four more, you know, things to do that game okay. scripted. And as the night went on, I kind of I wouldn't say I kind of loosened up. If anything, I kind of tensed up a little more just to make sure the words actually came out of my mouth right. that I practiced for weeks for just just like Seven sentences, you know, of memorization, which um, shouldn't be that tough yeah. at the time that I had, but I just, it was the fans that got to me. Yeah. And, you know, they were like, okay, so we see the energy. We see it's there. You know, we see you want to be good at it, so we're just going to, you know, we got to throw you to the lines. Eventually, you're going to float, or right. you're just not going to be what it's going to, you know, be. And we can move on and be no yeah. hard feelings. I was like, okay. Or he was like, you can just go back to being a storm chaser. I was like, okay. Yeah. Um, but which would have sucked if that had gone back and you yes. see this other guy that's come in and you're like, I can do that. Right. But now I'm, you know, in loud city hyping up the crowd. <laughs> like, which I've honestly, we're all a team. We're all yeah. kind of equal in it. And if anything, they, they're just as hype, if not more hype than right. I, I am. But they, uh, I mean, yeah. So the season kind of went on. Um, I wouldn't say my first year was, it was just you know trying to find my own yeah and what that meant and how to and get comfortable and have a like your have your personality come out in front yeah. of eighteen thousand people yeah every game <laughs> and that was when I had the baby dreads too so I was just like it was an awkward like a look. predator type yeah, look yeah like, they were like half an inch long and it just hats didn't fit right clothes are weird I was like I don't even know my own style how, how old are you at this point I'm twenty five you're twenty five now mm-hmm. so how old oh, are you then, then I was uh, 21. Okay. And it was like, I think auditions were right after I turned 21. Okay. Or 20, maybe. 20. 21. Yeah. Yeah. So this is just my fifth season just ended. Okay. Um, which has just been crazy how fast the seasons come and go. You know, 44 games um, over, what, eight months or so. Yeah. Uh, it just flies, man. Especially with the day job and, and thunder. It's like, you know, I could be pulling, you know, 18, 20 hours oh, yeah. sometimes. But... You just do it. Right. Like it's, and you know, now you're out there, watch you now and we're out there and you just, it's just like every day. It's fine. Normal. This is me. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, it's natural, extremely natural. Mm -hmm. But like I said, it's taken, you know, a while to get to that stage. Oh yeah. You know, after that, like, I'm sure now you're like, who was that first guy who did that first day? (laughs) Oh man. Yeah. Um, It's great. Yeah. I mean, with, with anything, of course, it's a practiced um, tool and. You just kind of got to hone it and learn from it. And so what did going. you do after that, like, during that first year that you were just like, I know I can do this, but, like, I, like it's not easy to keep going out and keep pushing through, like, and continually, like, 
probably you felt like you were failing every time you were out there, yeah. right? Because you know that you, you're not, in your mind, you're like, I can do this. Uh -huh. I know what I'm like. I know what I'm like when I practice. Right. I just need to bring that in the same room and just yeah. not look at anybody when I do it. Yeah. And I would, I would be in the mirror for hours um, or just in my car by myself um, and just like go over scripts and talk things out in my mind. And, you know, you kind of see it in your mind's eye, visualize mm -hmm. what's going to happen. And a lot of times when I first started, I would see it, I would practice it, and I just could not, it just didn't yeah. transfer. I, I don't know. Either I'd, nerves would kind of take over or just in the moment, things, you know, everything going through your mind. Um, but now it's like, I don't even try to think about it. I just, yeah. you know, I feel like now, I've told myself that, you know, we're all our own worst critic. Right. So no one's going to judge me any harshly than I can judge myself. Yeah, and I'll probably now no one's going to even notice if you messed up. I mean, I would right. hope so. Well, right. I get cuz even now even if you do mess up a little bit, it's just like you just you're not going to stop. You just continue doing what you're doing yeah. and like anyone watching or listening it wouldn't even notice cuz then the game starts or whatever and or the next time, you know, it's it just goes, isn't it? Mm -hmm. And like basketball's so fast that like I mean, people just they always were looking at what's next, right. not like what's just happened. Right. Uh, for the most part, anyway. But yeah, it's like, you know, I remember, I remember first time we went, me and Tyron went to a game, and she was like, "Oh, Malcolm's out there." I was like, "You know, Malcolm?" She's like, <laughs> "Heck yeah!" I was like, "That's really cool." Hey. <laughs> like she's kind of said, you guys went to high school together, yeah. and and that whole story, and like, and um, she recently told me like, so the Snapchat filter that's just come out, right? <laughs> she told me a couple of days ago, she's like. Did you see that? Like Malcolm did that face thing where he, like the you know female swaps into your face, and she's like, I was like, yeah. He's like, she looked. Uh, Malcolm looked like Takia. Oh, <laughs> like, no. He so she told me that one. He's like, yes. you guys just look like sisters. Yes. Uh, I gotta show but, Takia. Oh yeah, it's so funny. You got, like I said, you guys grew up together and you know mm. still kind of stayed together. I know <laughs> Takia's not in town, but um, you know through Taryn has kind of been friends and now friends with you and, and everybody in that group it's really cool to see like how you've grown up and come from that high school yeah. to like now like you know living your own lives and doing and now seeing you on TV and doing all like the, the you know the station stuff as well for mm -hmm. Fox like how did that come about? Man um, so I feel like the the thunder opportunity came just not necessarily on a whim it was like you know I, I shot my shot and yeah. it ended up happening better than I could have believed uh, so First season with the Thunder, uh, the general manager, or I'm sorry, the um, yeah, I guess it was the general manager at Fox, Fox 25, was at a game, yeah. and it was the same game. Uh, one of the contestants hit the half court shot, and I guess just in the moment, the energy was crazy. You know, yeah. everyone's going insane. Like I'm on high right now, so I'm like, hopefully tonight was really good. Yeah. I couldn't, I don't, I don't remember, but I got this uh, Facebook message uh, the day after I was at, I remember I was at Olive Garden. And I used to work at Olive Garden, so I was like, you know, talking to some old coworkers and stuff yeah. there, just sitting at the bar. And I got this text message. I was like, "Who is this?" It was on Facebook, and he was like, "Hey, um, I'm a GM at Fox, and I saw your stuff at the game last night." He was like, "Man, you're incredible." It's like we had this position uh, just opened up at our station, uh -huh. and want to know if you'd be interested in, you know, trying out for it. I was like, uh, "I'm thinking like, like okay, who are you be. again? Right, like yeah, Fox so through Facebook? This you know, is when weird. you get a weird message, yeah. you got to go to the page, make sure everything." Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm like sitting there like debating, like, do I call him? Like, is this, is this real? So I, I called my mom first. I was like, mom, you're not going to believe this. This yeah. is the craziest I'm thing. on TV. <laughs> Let's go. Well, I mean, I was just like, do I call? She's like, yeah, call. Yeah. 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 So gave him a call and um, he was like, uh, yeah, we got this. It's a feature, feature reporter. 
I was like, I, I mean, I don't know anything about. Right. I mean, <laughs> I know how to talk on a mic, but not TV. That's completely talking different. to a camera is completely different. It really yeah. is. It really is. And he was like, No, I mean, no, it'd be fun. He was like, You have fun at the games. He was like, We want you to have fun for our show. Like it's just that that simple. He was like, You would literally just be doing fun things. Yeah. Um, he was like, You seem like a you know fun guy. You, you know, your people love to be entertained, and you love to entertain people. It's just, it yeah. just makes sense for us. It's a win-win. I'm like, Okay, so so what does that you know really really mean? He was like, Well, you. Are the what did he say? The segments are for our morning show. I was like, okay. He was like, we're the most viewed. I was like, okay. Cool. That helps, yeah. Yeah. Um, he was like, the hours are from what do you say? From four to noon. I was like, <laughs> like you mean 4 a.m. <laughs> four a.m. Like four for the morning. Four a.m. Like, yeah. Um, man, <laughs> I'm gonna have to think on that one. Um, so I, you know, kind of pondered it over a little bit and. Uh, went in a few months after for a kind of audition trial, and the fir- of course, like just me being me, the first time I was on camera it was just so bad. Oh yeah, <laughs> it, was so, it was so bad. I don't know how to conduct. It's the interview. so hard to like look into a camera and see that light go on and just be oh, like, man. say a script. Like I've I've tried it once and. I did it, and I was just like, I, I guess I'm probably kind of the same as you. I'm just more natural in the flow, like just kind of go with it. Right. And then the guy on the camera was just like, uh, "Can you do that again? But can you just say it a little different and add this word in it?" I'm like, I don't remember. I just said, dude. Oh, like, right. Like, let's start again. Can you know? we play it back? Let yeah. Can we I... just do one takes? And if it's good, it's good. If it's not, then we won't use it. You know? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that that light goes on, and it just like man, or you know, doing? you got the microphone in your hand. Yeah. You're talking about something that either you know everything about or you know nothing about. Right. So, uh, yeah, when I first started, it was all about okay, let me do all my research. You know. Um, okay, when was this trampoline made at this trampoline park? Um, what is the size of the kids that can jump on this trampoline? You know, just yeah, like just random facts. Right. Yeah. yeah. Or it's, okay, it's National Burger Day. Um, <laughs> when was your establishment first? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And then now it's like, I don't even, I mean, I, I wouldn't say I don't try to do, but I feel like I'm more off the cuff. Just, yeah. it's going to be live. I tell, you know, the people, uh, it's going to be live. It's yeah. more conversational, just like this is. Right. You know? Um, don't be too uptight. Yeah, the camera's gonna be on. That light is gonna turn on. You just look at me. Yeah. Just look at me the whole time. Don't even worry about the camera. Cause I, I feel like even when I look at the camera, it makes me nervous sometimes. Right. But, uh, yeah. So I mean, you got that. You got yeah. the job. That was 15 or 16? Uh, it was 20, what is it? 2019? 16. Okay. Yeah. It's like, 16. yeah. Um, I guess it was my second year with Thunder then. Yeah. So, been doing it for three years now. Okay. Yeah. Which is, what was like the first like live? Do you remember that when you went live for yep. the first time? Yeah, it was at uh, Cafe, uh, no Kitchen Three Two Four okay. downtown. Yeah, yep. And it was my first official day on camera. Like I, I signed my contract. Like I was like, okay, so like now that I'm doing this, do I get like a you know? I get a shadow somebody or yeah. some training. He was like, nope, we're just going to Monday. Here's you're your cameraman. See you later. No, like I came in Monday for like an orientation. He was like, all right, well, Tuesday, you're going to be on camera. You're just going to do it. I was like, tomorrow? Like, I, for real? Like, what? I was like, dang, man, what do I wear? Like, I don't, yeah. I don't even know. I th- I'm thinking I'm going to have a few weeks to, you know, slowly get into it. And got there and, and I'm like, just, just do whatever. Just, you know, talk about whatever you want. Really, yeah. just do whatever you want. I was like, what? And then I had eight different shots throughout the morning. So I had to have, you know, come up with like eight different, you know, con, like, uh, you know, different, just different shots, different right, ideas. Right, yeah. And, and Kitchen 324 is not like a huge space, right? It's, it's like not, it looks the same from every angle right, pretty much. Right, right. Um, 
But, uh, you know, they kind of prepared a little bit for me yeah. going in. And I was just like, I got to talk for two minutes. Who going to talk for two minutes straight? Can't nobody yeah. do that. And I was just, it was so bad. I was like, so I'm here with Kathleen. She was like, it's Kathy. I was like, ah, oh, dang. Um, <laughs> um, you know what your name is. Uh, you know, I was like, oh, geez. They're going to fire me before I even. Yeah. <laughs> but again, like, you're your own worst critic. Right. Like, as, as uptight as I was. Definitely loosened up a little bit, or hopefully as the morning went on, but I was so nervous. Like, yeah. the mic was shaking. It was so bad. She could see it. Yeah. But three years later, now it's just nothing. Nothing. It's kind of... Right. Yeah, like, you're just out, kind of hanging out in the morning, going and seeing whatever's happened the night before. You always have something. Do yeah. you know that morning? Like, or was it like the day before, hey, we're going to do this? Yeah. So, um, I primarily pick all my shots um, and just keep it within the confines of entertainment. Yeah. You know, community aspect. Uh, food, of course, gotta gotta have. Oh food. yeah, and you know, just all the special occasions and stuff. Yeah, which makes it you know really fun, really easy. The only thing is, it is a morning show, so so you're a lot up. of these businesses and you know people you're like uh, six a.m. We don't yeah. open until five. I'm like, I know, wouldn't it be great? <laughs> <laughs> like, ah, let me get somebody in, maybe. Right. Yeah, but, but that's uh, that's that. I mean. You know, you're on you're on TV to like one of the most watched morning shows, mm-hmm. right? Like that's that's really cool to have that, and like I said, to have that like more community like custom kind of aspect into it, right? Because mm-hmm. you're not just like this is the news, right? Yeah. You're just like this is something cool today that's going on in the city that's different to whatever's in the news, right? Right, which is you know like recently, obviously we've had some bad weather, and you were out checking out the floods and stuff, <laughs> right? That, yeah, so. For those big snowstorms, big floods that happen, they'll send me out on those. Yeah. But anything else is just the feature stories, which, I mean, to your point, it's 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 crazy how how um, the Oklahoma City community, you know, the business leaders, the you know, the owners and stuff, are just really genuine, good people, and they all for each other mm-hmm. you know, for the most part, and. Like being able to kind of rub elbows with a lot of these people, it's just cool. Yeah. You know, seeing how concepts start and, you know, check it out a year later and see how it's grown or checking it out two years later and it's kind of went down. You know, yeah. It's just kind of how businesses work. But at the same time, seeing how just in three years when I started, how Oklahoma City has progressed in that time. Right. And some of the places that are popping up, you know, that you'd see maybe in L.A. or New York or a larger market, but are here in Oklahoma. Yeah. And it just, you're like, yeah, this is my city. Right. Yeah. yeah. You're like, I, I cover this. Right. Like, and there's, like I said, you probably never run out of things to cover. No. I mean, right? uh, yeah. There's my, a few times I'm like, this is a cat stuck up a tree. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, like. I mean, as far as, as far as that goes, you know, again, with me being confined to the time, and there are only so many entertainment yeah. places in Oklahoma that I, I do repeat a lot of the spots, but I try to hit it at a different angle, you know, the next time I go. Right. Or, you know, it'd be like a year or six months, you know, hopefully. This is how it's different. <clears throat> this is what's right. going on. <clears throat> right. Yeah. And I was like, hey, last time we were here, you might have seen this, but this time it's like, what? They got this now? You know, yeah. Whatever that is. But um, yeah, Has you- there been any, like, really bad experiences? Ooh. Outside of like your first couple of days on the job. Oh man. Okay. So, kids and animals are always really fun, really entertaining, or just really bad, <laughs> really bad. So, anytime you interview a kid, they're just like, you know, off camera they might say the darndest things. Yeah. Like, they're kids. On camera they might say the worst things. Yeah. It's like, uh, but I remember one time we were at this. Um, I wouldn't call it a zoo, like a small zoo. Let's say that. Uh-huh. Um, it's like one of the little animal sanctuaries in Oklahoma. 
and we were trying to show off all of the big feature animals. So it was like the lion was on a chain and like I got to like sit up close to this like lion club and pet it and feed it milk. It was like yeah. crazy. Got to hold a kangaroo. Uh, had this like big uh, kookaburra bird, and it's just kind of, it's the craziest bird right. I've ever heard. Um, and then they're like, all right, so we got to get the reptiles. We got to bring the reptile up. And I'm like, okay, bet. Yeah, let's do the reptile. And they're like, okay, so you want the, the anaconda or you want the boa? I'm like, these are both big ass. <laughs> I mean, just big snakes. You know what yeah. I'm saying? These are both huge snakes. Yeah. So um, I, I hate like, snakes. Um, oh, I hate I mean, it. I, I, I think. Uh, you know, if they're comfortable around you, they can be comfortable for one minute, hopefully. Right. And, you know, for most part, snakes aren't too crazy if they're fed. Yeah. So I was like, let's do it. Let's do the anaconda. Let's get it. You know, go big or go home. This is Fox 25, baby. <laughs> this is how we do it. So I see, um, so we're hanging up at the, like the, the big uh, kind of head HQ of the right. park. And I see this lady, one of the handlers, go to the reptile cage down the hill. There's like a big window so I could see her. And then she's bringing the snake up and she's like holding it and kind of, you could tell it's just a big, heavy, just yeah. beast reptile. And then she's like trying to put it together. And then like I see her down the way and she like almost drops it, like almost drops it. And she like looks down and it looked like the snake peed on her leg. I was like, what is going on here? Now, I try to be somewhat familiar or try to you yeah. know, remember what people tell me. And they say, when, if snakes like pee on you, it's a defense mechanism. Like they're aggravated. They yeah. They be touched. And I'm like, okay, this, this could be this is not real good. bad. Yeah. But we still had like 30 minutes until our shot. So I was like, okay, we're hopefully when she brings it up, it'll be chill. And she brought it up and like, sure enough, like you could smell the snake pee on yeah. just the smell. I was like, oh my gosh. Um, she's like sitting on a couch trying to like calm the snake down. And she... Like, she's sitting down, like, petting it, and the snake slithers down her leg and tries to, like, slither away, right? She's, like, pulling it back from his tail. Mind you, this is, like, a 16-foot, like, 200-pound snake. This is a big snake, right? 16 Maybe feet? not 16 feet. That's like, way... 12 feet. May like, whatever. I mean, maybe still. Maybe, like 8 to 12, yeah. It's so, still a lot. I mean, right. Yeah. Bigger than the table we sat at right now. me laying down. Yeah. It could swallow me easily. Um, so she's, like, it's slithering away. She's, like, pulling it back from his tail. And then does it again, and she's pulling it back, and then like like third or fourth time she does it, um, she pulls it back, and the snake like it extended all the way out, and then like shriveled yeah. back in, and it turned around, bit her on the arm real fast. It was like I, I look, when I saw it like you know freaking out, I looked over and I saw it like bite her on her hand. I was like, oh my gosh! And then in my ear, like in that moment, I remember in my ear, my producer was like, all right, one minute away. I was like, oh Jesus, just like yeah, what is about to happen? And then. Like I'm looking at her arm, and it was just like it's like a quick little little nip. Right, a little so, nip, but still, it's a giant snake. That's right, just gonna yeah. Uh, He's no. clearly not happy. Yeah, no, don't. And then, uh, so I'm like, okay, I see the blood mark on her on her wrist, and then she tried to like roll her sleeve down real quick. Shows not yeah. to show it. But before she did that, I saw other snake bites on her wrist. I was looking at my photographer. I was like, Travis, we gotta get that up out of here. This is not, this is not gonna be. This will be great TV, but I may not survive the morning. Oh my gosh. So, um, and then just me, is like, okay, I gotta do it for the shot. Just gotta do it for the shot. She was like, it'll be fine for the shot. He'll be fine. I promise. It's yeah. just like, I'll I'll hold his face, and then you just hold his tail part. It'll be great. I'm yeah. Like, the tail part. He just peed on you, so the tail part smells bad. I was just like, oh my gosh. So. Anyway, we got to the shot, and she's holding the head part, but the head, like he slithers around her shoulder, and I'm like, you know, standing real close yeah. next to her, and then comes around the back of my shoulder, and then the one thing she told me was just like, don't let him get close to your face. Right? Yeah. So she, it's like 
shriveled around. Like I'm holding his tail, but it curled around her yeah. back to me. And then like it's crawling up my arm and it's getting close to my face. So like the whole time I'm like, yeah, just tell me more about the, the anaconda. Where is it from? <laughs> you know? And then, oh my God. So that's, yeah, I think <laughs> that was probably the, that was one of the, one of the craziest, one of the craziest things I've done on camera. Yeah, for sure. But no one know that behind the scenes. What right? about off camera? Ooh, uh, stuff that doesn't make TV or like stuff that just happens in and like in before the shot or after the shot. Ooh, hmm. I mean, with with the places that I go to, I'm kind of lucky because I don't I don't be in the streets. I don't be with all the right. you know, crazy people that can jump in front of your shot and you know go viral like that. Yeah. But, uh, we went to this small airport and they were having like an air show. Uh, they had like the fastest. Uh, single engine jet in the world there. Mm-hmm. Um, they were going to do like a performance or something. But after the show, um, or maybe even during the show, I called my boss. I was like, hey, the pilot said he could take us up in the air. Like, I don't know if the camera will work up there, but I think that would be a pretty cool shot. He's yeah. like, no, it's a liability. There's no way you could do it. Don't do it. No, absolutely not. He was like, I'm glad you asked, though. Um, like, Dang. <laughs> and it cuts to you, and you're like, we're at 20,000 uh, feet. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I was like, well, I guess we can't do it, guys. Um, he was like, all right, yeah, it's fine, it's fine. So we get through the morning. All of our shots are done. And then after it was all said and done, he was like, man, you know, I can still take you up off camera, you know, off record. I was like, okay, let's get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You know, but it's it like a small plane. It's a two-seater. And I was like, all right, Travis, my photographer, I was like, you go first just to make sure, you know, if anything happens, I don't die first. <laughs> make sure it's okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> So he goes, and like 20 minutes later, like he comes down. I was like, no, how was it? And he was like, nah, it was all right. You know, yeah. nothing too crazy. I was like, you're a little too mellow for a plane ride in a, you know, small plane. The fastest like jet in the world or whatever. Yeah. Right. Um, and I get up there and get in the plane. I'm like squeezing in, you know. And he's like, all right, so uh, you want the regular takeoff or you want the Top Gun takeoff? Yeah. And I was like, Top Gun takeoff. Yeah, let's get a Top Gun takeoff. Cool. It's only ever going to happen once. Why right, not? Yeah. yeah. Um, so he like, you know, inches a few feet off the ground and then just go straight up. Like just straight up. My my belly button was in my back. Yeah. You know, my throat came out of my butt. It was a whole, it just, everything. You're just staring at the yeah, moon. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, where's the brown bag at? I might throw up. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, you loved that, didn't you? I was like, yeah. He was like, all right, well, um, look, he, no, no hands. He's like, let's go with the steering wheel. So I'm behind him, and I, like, grab the steering wheel. He was like, you got it? I was like, I think. I don't, why, why would you yeah. do that? He was like, we're just having fun, man. He was like, so you flying now? You flying? I was like, what? He was yeah. like, I'm Captain Malcolm. Look, look at this. Yeah. Like, you push down, you know, it goes down. You pull up, it comes up. Twist left and right, all that bank and everything. And he was like, you want to do a figure eight? I was like, this is, did you do this with Travis? He was like, no. I was like, why would you? <laughs> all right, man, let's get it. So, yeah. He was like, you can do it yourself. So, like, I turn, you know, left and I turn right. And he was like, good. That's good, man. Yeah. yeah, for your first time, absolutely. He was like, let me show you what a guy who's been doing it 20, 30 years can do it like. And he just, I mean, like, Cranked I it. guess not floored. I don't know what you call right, it in the yeah. air. But it was the fastest, most. It, I'm, he should have warned me before then because I was kind of mad in a moment. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, it was all over the place. And I uh, just, you know, you dry heave a little oh, bit. Oh, of course. It was, it was bad. It was bad. And I got down on the ground. I was like, never again. Never again. I ticked that one off the box. Oh, yeah, my gosh. Not yeah. going to do that again. He's but probably tried to make you throw up. I think so. I think so. He's like, yeah, he's never going to come back. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> That's pretty cool, though, to just have, like, randomly just be like, yeah, why not? Let's just go up and have him do that. There's been, there's been a few situations like that where, like, there's a hot air balloon festival in Shawnee. We got to go up in the air for that. Um, there's this event that they had, I want to say at 
either the state fairgrounds or the Chickasaw Bricktown Ballpark of all places, where it was monster trucks and bull riding. Okay. So they were like trucking and bucking. Yeah. You know, in Oklahoma, <laughs> check it out. Just like, how could you get more Oklahoma than yeah, that? Yeah, exactly. Um, and I like rode in a monster truck, like in a parking lot downtown, just like popping wheelies and yeah. like you know doing donuts and stuff and then soon after like they had a bull i sat on a bull you know it was like huge you know two thousand pound beast how was that it was nuts yeah and yeah i mean they didn't open the cage well yeah that. but still like but you get to see the size it. of it and this right. thing snorting at you just like get pure off muscle me. pure yeah. muscle yeah i mean a lot of them are real docile but these bulls that they had, they were like, no, we want to get the most aggressive, yeah. you know, most badass beasts we can get. And these were like savages. You look at them too long. pissed off. Yeah. yeah. You look at them too long, they're they trying to ram through the cage and yeah. uh, like screaming all over the place live on camera. Apparently it's entertaining. People right. like to see that. I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah. Every, anything for the shot, right? Yeah. yeah. Has there been moments like that where someone's just like, you have to do this for the shot? Have you had anything that come up like that Ooh, um, outside of a snake and the rest of it? <laughs> uh... Is there anything you just didn't want to do? Hmm. Okay, so there was a uh, there was a noodling festival. A noodle, right? Yeah. Again, how Oklahoma came I don't know why people would even try and do that, but so, they do. Yeah, so again, me being a future reporter, it's like my boss is like, it's like sometimes my boss will call me in the office like, Malcolm, you're not having enough fun. You got to do more. Yeah, right? you got to get more involved. You got to engage. Yeah, yeah. more hands-on. People love that stuff, man. Yeah. Come on, dig deep. I'm like, oh, geez. So... Yeah, noodling festival came up, and we had this meeting. I was telling them about where I was going. They were like, oh, so are you going to noodle? I was like, absolutely not. Like, who do you think I am sticking my hand in a dark hole I like water? my arm with right. no bite marks in yeah, it. Yeah. No, no way. No, absolutely not. I can't. I, I was like, I don't want to get my hair wet. Come on now. Yeah. Um, but we had another reporter who was, so I was doing, there was like a festival and then like the actual noodling. You know, it was kind of separate, but it was still the same yeah. event. So he, he actually did noodling. He did it. Like and it was just it like went viral. It was like this huge thing. Yeah. And he actually caught uh, a, a catfish, which was like crazy. I was like, Wayne, you a beast, yeah. man! Like crazy. And then everybody at my station were like, Malcolm, you could have did it. You should have did it. Like that was your thing. I was like, No, that's not like, me. No, I'm, I'm totally not. happy without doing I'm that. Sorry, there's a line, and that would have yeah. cost it. So, um, but for the most part, it's like you know I'm comfortable with doing all the crazy stuff. Right. Know? Because it's still just me being me. You know, yeah, it's, it's you've been fun. given, like, the best job, right? Because you just get the mo a lot of freedom. Just go do what you do, mm -hmm. uh, you know, whether it's shooting hoops or whatever it is, going into a school, hanging out. and or I mean, just it's just go do something fun and make it engaging right. and make it, I guess, not like normal news. Right. right. You know? Like, it has to be different. My I remember first few months of me, like, uh, working at Fox, my boss was like, look, uh, we know normal news is weather in the morning, it's traffic, and it's all the crazy stories that happened overnight. You know, the shootings, the stabbings, mm -hmm. the house fires, kidnappings, all that crazy stuff. He was like, it's just what it is. If it bleeds, it leads. That's what people like yeah. to see. But that's not what they all like to see. You know, that's not all of what they want in the mornings. They want some positivity. They want something to kind of wake them up with some, some energy. Yeah. And he was like, that's where you come in. I was like, oh, cool, tight. So this is like... Me filling in for the guy who had the feature position before me is Mitch English, who, like, in my mind, is, like, a legend. This dude is, like, he's just too smooth. He's too good. It's yeah. like, gosh, like, man, I want to be that good. But, um, and I'm, like, seeing how he does it, I'm, like, there's no way I'm this entertaining. There's no way I could do it. I just got to be myself and have fun with it. And, you know, if they like it, they like it. If not, 
Yeah. Yeah. That was still me. I didn't lose anything, I guess. Um, Did you ever think, like, growing up that, like, I'm going to be working for Fox, I'm going to be on the news, I'm going to be an MZ at the Thunder? I mean, (laughs) growing up, obviously here we didn't have the Thunder. Right. Man. um, What did you want to be when you grew up? So, honestly, I I feel like I always knew I wanted to be in TV Mm -hmm. to some in some facet, you know, um, didn't know what that was going to look like. I just, I just knew I was good at being myself in front of people. Um, and didn't really do much when I was younger to kind of cultivate that. But I just always, you know, just around friends, you know, I was like, always a class clown, always a goofball, um, and didn't mind, you know, being the speaker when it came to group projects and stuff. Uh, but at the same time, I was just like, I don't know if, like, do I have to have a degree for that? You know, right. do I have to go to college? What, what it, does that even look like? Um, and I just remember my senior year of high school, I was like, I don't even know. Like, I, you know, yeah, I don't know what after this is going to look like. So I went to UCO and they had a professional media or radio and television broadcasting. I was like, oh, this is perfect, you know. Um, and then did my first year, pretty much hated college. It was just, I don't know, it didn't fit. Yeah. Um, and I was like, okay, well, I don't know. Maybe try a different route. And that Thunder gig, it just kind of... So when so you, was the Thunder, like, phone call and kind of, uh, you know, getting that call from your friend who worked... Was she on the team at the time? She was, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, again, was that, like, at the end of, like, your first year at UCO? It was... Uh, it was okay, so I think it was my sophomore year. So okay. I, I did my first year and then... Took a semester off, went back the next semester, um, and then I think it was like before that fall term. Yeah. Was when I did you feel like you had to go back to school after having a semester off? Yeah, I mean, my parents really want me to graduate, yeah. and um, I, at the time I was like, I was going back and forth, like, okay, if I do, you know, get a gig in media. It comes with, I feel like, the experience and mm-hmm. the, the it factor is what's going to take you places. Yeah. Um, the degree, it's like... It's I'm, just piece of paper. I've, I've, I've met people who have a degree in pro media and they work in PR. Like, they're yeah. on camera or they have a degree in pro media and they're, like, librarians now. It's like... Right. It's the experience that you carry that makes you who you are on TV. Right. Not, well, not even that. It's like, I, I, I feel like there's people who have been in the industry for a long time who just, I don't know, I wouldn't watch them a lot. I, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not to be judgmental or kind of, you know, prod like that, but... Every ogle. It, it's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you either have it or you don't. Right. You know, and experience can help you come out of the shell if you do, or it's just going to, you know, hinder you from what you really get. Yeah, yeah. What that is for you. And yeah. I mean, I don't know. I knew as from a very young age that... Yeah, like, so this was pretty much dream come true then. It was just, like, man. great timing and, like, man. jump at it. Why not? Man, like, every day when I wake up and think, like, how much of a blessing this is to yeah. be able to goof off on camera pretty much. Yeah, you know, and get paid. And get paid, <laughs> right, and get paid. And I grew up, I, I literally grew up in the neighborhood right down the street from Fox 25. Like, the closest neighborhood to Fox 25 okay. was the neighborhood that I grew up in, in my grandmother's house. And... Like, it's like literally a stone's throw away from the station. So every day when I drive into work, it's like, yeah, like, look how far, you know what I'm saying? Does, does your grand still live there? She doesn't. Okay. She doesn't. 
So, because that would be really strange, wouldn't uh, it? You're like, hey, she's down the street. You're like, I'm right. popping in for lunch. Yeah, I wish. Yeah, uh-huh. but you know, it's 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 surreal. Still, it's surreal. Yeah, and, and you're like, only like three years in to the right. to the to the Fox gig and five into the Thunder. Like mm-hmm. in the grand scheme of things, that's really still nothing. the beginning. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Do you kind of would you? I mean, if this is a dream job, would you do it forever? Absolutely. Yeah. You if like something came up in a bigger city, you wouldn't go do it somewhere else. Absolutely. You would. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's like. So if it was the same job somewhere else in a bigger city, like that's just like natural progression. That's like the next step. Yeah. Right. I mean, you know, that bigger, bigger stage. Yeah. More people. Um, more people notice you, more opportunity, more money, you right. know, just to be honest. and One life experience, you're 25 years old. Yeah. The rest of your life ahead of you. Yeah. You go pretty much anyway. As much as I love my state, I feel like I, I owe it to myself to see how far I can progress. Yeah. And that just comes with the progression in the industry. It's like you got to move to a larger market um, and, you know, you got to build your brand. Mm-hmm. Like me as an individual, yeah, I'm, I'm my brand, so I have to, you know, see how far I can go. I feel like I owe it to myself. Right. But at the same time, because I have so much love for Oklahoma, if if I didn't get that job with the Thunder, I would probably be out of Oklahoma. Yeah. Um, just to see what else is out there. Like, this is always home. You can always come back home. Of course. Right? That's kind of why I ended up out, of, out here from the UK. Yeah. 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 And, you know, just to experience something else as, as much as Oklahoma's growing, there are a lot of places that are already established. They have their culture. They have their niche. And I feel like we are a little bit adolescent in comparison to other states who have mm-hmm. that deep, you know, rich history, which we do. Yeah. You know, but it's like I was born, I was actually born in L.A. So No way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So part of me is like, I always go back to, to go my back roots. to the coast. Yeah. 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 I always yeah. want to go back to the coast and like, you know, visit and just see and like experience what I didn't get to grow up. Okay. Experiencing, even though like all of my family has like Cali, just every day, just all Cali. So the family's still back there. No, no. no. Um, like my uncle, it was like my grandmother, my grandpa, my mom and uncle, and then my my siblings all moved to Oklahoma when yeah. I was like two months old from California. Okay. So didn't really get to experience a lot of that, and then my uncle, he's just like a true Cali thug, just still like that's how he Tupac is. Tupac style, right? Like, yeah, straight up, yeah. Like, he told he would always tell me like, man, me and Snoop Dogg from the same set, man. Like anytime you come to the city, I get backstage passes. You know, it's, it's what it is. Yeah, um, that's like my which best he did recently, Cali right? Up he, in, did, yeah. he did, he did up at Tall Golf. Um, he he didn't go to that show. He was like Snoop D James. Like, nah, yeah. man, give me that set where he crip walking. I'm like, oh man, he's crazy. <laughs> but I mean, so it's like I all of that. You know, I feel like that's part of my roots. But oh, Oklahoma yeah. is a part of me at the yeah. same time. So I. uh as I grew up, I try to go back as often as I could, you know, whether it's like a little week vacay or, you know, even a few days just to yeah. kind of check it out. Um, I do have family out there. I have, I've never met any of them before, okay. including my real dad. He's, okay. he's still in Cali. I, I still never met him, but yeah. that's something that I wanted to have happen in these next few years. So That's cool. Yeah. Are you in contact with him? Uh, I've been off and on Trying. since maybe like 12. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. But you say you have, is all your siblings older or the younger? Uh, so I have a older sister and a younger sister. Okay. Yeah. And they're, they're in the, in Oklahoma? Uh, my older sister just moved to Houston, um, not too long ago. Actually, two years ago. Yeah. Know, you know, um, and my younger sister, she lives in Stillwater. Okay. Um, so yeah, we're, we're still close. Still close. Yeah. That's really cool. Adult siblings is like, you know, we all live our own lives. Yeah. Call in like, if you need money or something. Yeah. Right. It's like, what do you want when you're on the phone? <laughs> right, right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I love you too. Bye. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, 
Oh, can I come and crash? I'm coming it, through. Yeah, I'm. I plan on doing that to my little sister this weekend, actually. Or yeah. Next weekend, but. Um, yeah, so it's uh, it's crazy. My, I mean, as crazy as my adult like life has been, I feel like it's a a, a beautiful contrast to how my young, uh, you know, my my adolescence was okay. like growing up. So. They're pretty um, tough. I mean, not. I wouldn't say tough. Looking back at it, there was just a lot. Uh, it was a lot of crazy times. Okay. A lot of crazy times for me. So, I mean, just to be candid, I don't, I don't really mind sharing my testimony like that. Yeah. But we got time. Go hey, for it. Um, so, uh, yeah, born in Cali, moved out here as a kid. I don't think my dad knew I was born before my family okay. moved. Um, or maybe my mom tried to tell him, and it's just a weird situation. Um, so was he kind of in the same kind of crowd as your uncle uh no no it's like i still try to gather bits and pieces of how my mom and my real dad's relationship was growing up so my my uncle he was like man yeah i hated that dude he was just you know he i don't know what the riff was yeah um they were together for a few years and uh i guess once they kind of finally said it was done and my mom moved like i was there with her yeah i don't know um so he uh I don't know. He, maybe he was in and out of jail. And my mom was younger. She was 16. She was actually 15 when she had my older sister. Mm-hmm. And she was 23 when she had me. And she was on and off of drugs at the time. So I think they moved here to Oklahoma to just get away from the Cali lifestyle like yeah. that. Um, which, I mean, was good for my uncle for a time. And then good for my mom for... Because that would have been early 90s. Yeah. 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 So I want to say, like, at the time, it was, like, drugs and gangs in L.A. at that time were super hot, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, it was starting to leak into Oklahoma at this time, too. Um, so for pretty much all of my being in Oklahoma, it was, like, my mom would be home maybe, like, a year or two, and mm-hmm. then she'd be gone for, like, another four years. Okay. Just doing her own thing, just, like... Never like yeah. I don't know. Like through your entire like growing up just, from like two months to like to you know, to 15, graduation 60, or whatever. Yeah. Now really. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> she uh yeah, she definitely suffered that bout of addiction for a really long time. Yeah. And it was like, you know, my grandmother was my mom. So she uh she pretty much did everything for me and my sisters. Um she was my mom, you know, she was the dad that you know, 'cause there wasn't really a dad around. Right. So uh, you know, really strong, hardworking, just like devout, amazing, amazing, amazing woman. Yeah. And I owe a lot of who I am to how she was. But at the same time, um, I feel like because, like, I had all of these things going on at school or at home, like, I, you know, how just kind of like a natural, mm-hmm. just kind of complex of suppressing the craziness at home. You try to make the school life a little different. So I was just always a class clown. It's like, I'm not going to be sad about what's, what I'm going through when I leave these doors. I'm going to be happy about how I'm feeling now. Yeah. You know, so Which that, that's a testament to you, too, because that could have gone one of two ways. Like, you could have gone down kind of the similar path to what your mom was going through. Absolutely. You know, gone yeah. down that path because you've yeah. seen it and that was just, like, in your life. Mm-hmm. But you decided that you're going to make school different and mm-hmm. just become this, like, bubbly personality and absolutely love and cherish life. Yeah. 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 Uh, that's something that my grandmother definitely instilled in me. And then, like, my mom did as well. Yeah. Like, I, 
as much as I hate to admit it, I'm more like my mom than probably anybody else on this planet. So she's got a, a wild, like an awesome personality like you? Yeah. 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 But, <laughs> I mean, she's crazy spontaneous, you know, doesn't really care what anybody thinks, and I'm the same way in that yeah. sense. She's really smart, um, really outspoken, and... I've, you know, I'd hope I'm smart enough. She, uh, <laughs> yeah. she always taught me to, you know, be a gentleman. Always, always say it's nice to be nice. Mm-hmm. She always say smile, you know, do the right thing. And, um, and just kind of live my life off of that yeah. for the most part. And then my grandmother, she just, you know, tried her best to raise us with what she had and what she could. And, um, yeah, it was kind of a really crazy few years. It's like, my stepdad at the time, who was like my little sister's real dad, um, lived in Texas, and he tried to take custody of us for a few years. So we lived in Texas for a few years in elementary, and it was like that didn't work out because mm-hmm. my mom was like, "No, it's not gonna happen." And then my grandmother got custody back of us again, and um, so I went from different parts of Oklahoma and different parts of Texas and back to Oklahoma. Um, I want to say from kindergarten to fifth grade no kindergarten to seventh grade really it was like 12 13 different middle school and mm-hmm. elementary schools um <clears throat> so it was like i was used to making friends you know it's yeah. like i had to it's like never always being the new guy right i i would tell myself even as a kid it's like i'm not gonna be a stranger it's like you know i'm just gonna be myself yeah. and i'm i'll make friends like don't worry about right. it. i'll be fine yeah but never struggled with having to make friends like when you just go into mm-hmm. a new spot and you're like i've done this three or four times already if anything like i i like it like it was it got to the point where it was like new, we started a new school again yeah. yes let's yeah. get it i know? get to reinvent again right right, right. like ah that school is kind of weird like i'm gonna be this type of kid and yeah. like, i would like it got to the point where i was like making up nicknames like yeah my name is malcolm but you can call me now like, <laughs> like just completely reinvent yourself just you know, right yeah. yeah just try it right. yeah um and of course it never stuck but, right <laughs> um yeah so uh like yeah, my grandmother was yeah pretty much the foundation of my mm-hmm. immediate family up until my sophomore year, freshman year, okay. freshman year, sorry, yeah. And me and my sister were staying with her. My older sister was old and older and, you know, yeah. she had her own spot and um, did her own thing. But it was at the time where my mom was kind of in and out. Um, she just kind of, you know. We'd see her at like 3 a.m. one yeah. night, and like what the heck, and then like a month later we'd see her again, and like and I don't know, it was just really weird. Um, but you got used to that at that point. <sighs> yeah, it's kind like, of. Yeah, yeah, because as it, it's like my my mother was never like she never hid the type of person that she was for the most part. Um, so it was just something that it's like I got to the point at an early age. It was like, okay, like I know. You being in my life is not the best right yeah. now, but I know that uh, you are going to just be yourself. And because I came from you and I have just like a weird sense of self-love, like I was, it, was, it was a weird thought that mm-hmm. I kind of honed on to early. It was like, because I love me enough to, to I, I love me so much to understand that I came from you. Right. I have no choice but to love you. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, Whoever you are, whoever you present yourself to be, it's like, I know you're your own person, yeah. but I am who I am because of you. So I, yeah. I can't help but love you. That doesn't mean I, I can be a crutch or, right. you know, kind of help you with, you know, any of those addictions. But, yeah. You know, it just happened. Right. It, that's life. You know, you never, 
this this the cards that I'm dealt. Yeah, and mm-hmm. like I said, it can go. It, it just like it shows us who you are as a person because it could have gone one of two ways. Mm-hmm. Like you could have moved out to Cali at the age of fifteen and become, you know, a gangster. Right. <laughs> right. Which would have been tight. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Be the next YG. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> um, but like you know, you you're in Oklahoma and you have just this knack and ability to just be your own person and Mm -hmm. in a world Mm -hmm. now where like people struggle with that you know people Mm -hmm. like i said i I bet people look at you and even i look at you with thunder games i'm just like i'd love to be like that you know (laughs) like i'd love to have just like because i would be like you when that first game was i'd go out there and be like someone's in my ear like speak say something like like, hi guys uh, you know so awkward yes but like your whole story like just like builds you into being who you are now and it's it's so crazy because when I first started at Fox, I would look at my coworkers and they're like, oh, extremely established. You know, it's like, you don't start off in Oklahoma City. Like, apparently that doesn't right. happen. Yeah. You, uh-huh. you, you got to start in a very small market. it's quite a big market. Well, yeah, it's, it's medium size. Yeah. Like, it goes from... People don't think it is, though. If you're not in the industry, you right. don't know. Right. You're like but Oklahoma yeah. City, but like at the right. same time, it's... Yeah, you, you work your way up to Oklahoma. Yeah. Um, and, you know, all these people, they have, you know, established degrees and, you know, they like cool universities i'm like and like so where'd you go i'm like uco for a little bit you know and like so how'd i'm you a dropout yeah. <laughs> right, yeah, <I'm> <laughs> yeah so um so how'd you get into this i was like i just i work for the thunder I'm like oh that's cool what else i'm like that's really it like, yeah. i don't know you know um but i had to kind of tell myself so for a while i was kind of finding my own style as a reporter and mm-hmm. you know kind of finding my myself with that and i would uh it just got to the point where I was thinking, like, my whole life prepared me for this. I feel like, yeah, like being able to gel and mesh with different people is kind of, you know, changing high, changing schools growing up. Just kind of right. helped me with You've that. You've seen pretty much every type of person, right? Yeah. Right. Um, I, my my grandmother would always, my mom and my grandmother would always say, you know, try something different, try something new. If you like it, you like it. If not, then hey, you tried it. Yeah. You know? um, so I'm always exploring something else, you know, new restaurant, new concept, new, new place in the city. Um, and we always call them like vacations and stuff. And I'm like, my mom would always tell me now, it's like, now you get paid to do these vacations. Like, well, how is that? Isn't that crazy? I'm like, I know, right? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> what is, what does mom and gran think of what you do now? So, oh man, like I. Do they so, watch you every morning? I, I wish. Um, <laughs> so my my grandmother actually passed away when I was uh, in high school. Okay. And she, uh, it was when I was fifteen. Okay. Um, she, I was we were staying at her house, and it was like my sister was gone. Uh, my little sister was gone at like a slumber party, and my older sister was was out at her place, and my mom was out. It was just me and her. So I remember like at like three in the morning, um, I hear her creaking out of her room. And I don't know why I heard her. I just heard the whisper like, hey, Malcolm. Yeah. Like, hey, um, like I need you. I was like, okay. So I woke up and kind of jumped up. Like I, I had this strange yeah. feeling. <clears throat> Went in and uh, um, she was like, hey, can you just help me down the stairs? And I helped her down the stairs. And she was like, um, I don't, just don't be alarmed, but I called the ambulance. I just don't feel right. Yeah. Um, just be here with me. I was like, okay. And not even like a moment later, she just kind of dozed off in my arms. So You're kidding me. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so my really, gosh. Um, definitely one of the toughest, toughest experiences of my life, for sure. Um, yeah. 
but like two seconds later, ambulance came. It was like all these things happened really fast. Um, like she asked me to help her down the stairs and then that happened and like the police came. Um, and I'm like, I'm kind of just, you know, day, I don't know. It's 3 a.m. You just woke up. Right. Right. Um, and thank goodness this was like over winter break. Mm -hmm. So I really have any, you know, um, but randomly my, my mom showed up like five minutes later with the ambulance being there. And it was just me and Mark. So I was like, I didn't know what to do. You know, yeah. I'm just kind of standing there. And they're like, Mom, you got to, you got to, you know, scoot back, sir. You got to scoot back. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, anybody yeah. else here is like, no, it's just us. And, you know, they're trying to figure it out. And I was like, I don't know what happened. And, uh, yeah, so my mom kind of got there and handled things to the best of her ability at the time. And um, ended up taking her to the hospital. And we went there and, we, like, stayed the night there. Pretty much stayed the week there. And this is like, again, it's like Christmas break. Yeah. So um, apparently she her tongue swelled up and she lost oxygen to her brain. Okay. Um, but it was to the point to where it, it was for, just in the moment to where she passed out. And when the ambulance came there, like it was just enough time for her to almost be considered brain dead. Okay. So she, her lungs could still pump, but, but she wasn't there. So she wasn't yeah. there. Yeah. So it was like, I remember we were there pretty much every day, like lived in the hospital when she was there. It was for about four or five days, but like, the day before Christmas, it was like Christmas Eve, we were yeah. at the hospital, and they were like, okay, so we kind of got to make that decision right now, do we keep her going in this vegetative state, you know, she could go on, or do we pull the plug, and like, they just were like, okay, we got to do it. Oh my gosh. So this is like the day after Christmas. Yeah, and you're freshman 15 year. at the time. Right, right, or 14, I think it was yeah. 14 actually, um, but yeah, so from, it was a really weird, like, time it was a really weird time um so i was like in wrestling and i was just like i don't like what do i i gotta do something to get my mind off of this so i was like it was like maybe two or three days after christmas like i went to wrestling practice and tried to be normal but um everybody's saying like you know going around the room like you know what'd you get for christmas how was your christmas and all this and i was just like ah uh, that first day back in school everyone's just like hyped and pumped right. and you just like how do I act new clothes and like new gifts and toys yeah. and stuff and I'm just like I just remember like we, I don't think we didn't even have a Christmas it was just like that was our Christmas you know oh, um, I'm so sorry and I just remember like man guys if you could just you know pray for me and you know kind of be yeah. there this happened and like kind of changed it was like why are you here I was like I, I have to I have, I to, have I to do something because yeah. again my home life is just like crazy like as soon as and it was just like Things just kind of got real, real crazy after that. Like my, my grandmother was, you know, she was. Well, yeah, she was your house. rock. Yeah. Right. So as soon as she passed away, it's like we still had the house, but my mother didn't work. My sister, mm -hmm. my older sister, was doing um, her own thing or trying to trying to bring in money for the most part. But uh, me and my younger sister, we couldn't do anything. So it's like we could go by and like lights go off. Yeah. Know? And it's like now we're standing in this house with no lights for a while. Yeah. Like another week go by, water go off. So it's like we in this house with candles oh, no. and nothing. You know. Right. It's like, thank you, sir. Thanks, um, Tom. <clears throat> yeah. Family helped out when they could, but um, you know, it's just like it it was tough. It was tough. So I'm gonna say maybe a month went by and my mom tried to do all that she could. Um but one of my aunts um, stepped up and, and asked if, uh, 
or stepped up and, and offered to open her doors to, to me and, yeah. and my sister, and we stayed there for a few weeks. And like the commute back and forth to school was kind of you know weird for a second trying to figure that out. Um, and my little sister ended up staying with her, and I ended up staying with my cousin, who was like not too far from from West when I went. Okay. So, so that's how you went to West. Um, well, I was going to West. Oh, you already? already? Okay, yeah. I got you. So it was like, like, how do I stay at the same school? That's bomb. Um, yeah. So yeah, how do I so stay good. at the same school? And we kind of figured it out um, and did that. But they were just outside of West District. Okay. Right? So it's like when I had to re-enroll for that next year, um, like they were in like PC North District. So it was yeah. like I was going into like sophomore year hoping that or, man, this was like junior year, I guess. No, so yeah, it's like the worst time to make a change in school. Yeah, yeah. Because you already have friends for two years. Right. Right? You right. already have this relationship built up. Right. I was like, there's no way I'm going to North. No way. Yeah. So I had to sign this like transfer thing, um, which put me on like probation from varsity sports, which oh. was still a bummer because yeah. I was like, I tried to play all the sports in high school. But I was like, okay, well, at least I still get to, you know, yeah. be at West. Um, and be around all your friends and have yeah. that. Yeah, you know that vibe and support from right. them. It's like, as crazy as my home family is, like I got the school family that I yeah. can't, I can't not have for the rest of my life. Yeah, um, and yeah. So to make the crazy, the story even kind of crazier, um, stay with my cousin for a number of years, and or I'm sorry, maybe maybe a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and my football coach at the time. Uh, was uh stayed like right down the street right? so like after after games and like practice and stuff my cousin would be like you're gonna have to find a ride we can't do it and i was like damn <laughs> yeah so my coach would be like where you live you know and tell me he was like oh you're not too far I'm like yeah i'll take you home cool no problem so um he'd take me you know it's kind of like it'd be like one game and then like I'd be like all right you need to ride again like you know another game um after a late practice or something like he'd take me home again and yeah. um i was also in student council at the time and his, my football coach's wife was a student council teacher. Okay. So um, she would take me home sometimes and stuff. Um, Did and, they know? I mean, as, as the, the ride started to happen more often, you know, conversations started to, yeah. you know, happen. And, you know, we just kind of talked. It was like, right. You weren't going to hide it. Right. Like, this is just how right. it is. So they, they definitely knew. Like, I, yeah, I was yeah. more open with them than I probably was with my cousin at the time. Yeah. Um, and they were like, you know, we we see so much in you Malcolm that we would hate to have your life go a different path because you don't have you know the support the or whatever it is yeah 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 right? so um one day I was just like hey would you would you want to stay with us I was like what that's weird y'all my teachers yeah you know? um but I really didn't even think about it that hard I was like absolutely like yeah this, yeah I just felt just time in I'd love to yeah yeah, yeah. so um talked with my cousin about it and they were like yeah i mean you know you're gonna do what you want to do you know we love you we support you that's you know yeah that's how old want. are you at this point i was 15 yeah so it's like after my grandmother passed there was a few months where we stayed in that house and uh like then i moved in with my cousin mm-hmm. and then that was maybe the end of my like the fo- spring semester of my sophomore year or freshman year yeah and then like that summer is when i moved in so that and that year after was just yeah one of the hardest things you've ever been through yeah anybody would go through yeah it was it was crazy and an age of 
I mean, 14, 15 years old, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's, like, not, I mean, you're not an adult, but you have all these things going on. Like, you're trying to grow up in that age. You're trying to figure out life. Yeah, yeah. As a guy, you have all these things going on with your body. Yeah, uh, right. You know, like, and then to have to deal with that. It was crazy. It was definitely crazy. But, again, I look back on these experiences and, and think, like, that's that's why I am who I am. You yeah. Know? It's like, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be me if I didn't go through that. I wouldn't be able to empathize with people in certain situations or, you know, just like all of these things that I went through, I, I think. I look yeah. back on and I, I can like, I'm, I, in the moment, it's like that was the craziest, most horrible thing. I wouldn't ever want that to happen again. But now it's like I'm like, I'm glad it did. In yeah. A way, in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it makes you stronger and you've learned from it mm-hmm. and you've gone through it. And I'm sure nothing phases you now when you come up to something that's like even on your day of Fox or in front of the thunder and you're just like it could be hit. worse <laughs> no it could be a lot worse right. right right or for me it's like uh not even not I don't know I just I don't I don't really stress about things too much yeah because of that it's like it's like guys like you you have no idea how bad it could be right now right. like right it could be you know what well, it doesn't matter you yeah. know I'm standing in two feet of water right now yeah um, and it's raining on top of my head I'm supposed to be working yeah my photographer's pissed and I'm over here like still smiling smiling loving life right it's like yeah yeah what do you think Gran would say if she was here right now oh my gosh I think about that all the time yeah it's like part of me strives for bettering myself and strives for you know security financially emotionally spiritually all that because of her because I know that's what she would have wanted um that's something that she instilled in me I feel like I owe it to her and to myself of course and to my family to, to, to be that yeah so man it's like I think of I I really think about that all the time all the time um like man you don't understand I call her Dranny instead of Granny or Grandma she's like don't call me that everybody a Grandma call me call me Dranny why she came up with that name for herself I think so like I don't know how that started but yeah yeah just Dranny um and I call my grandpa Dramps okay Dranny and Dramps yeah yeah so um so I was just like, man, yeah, Drenny, I don't know. Drenny, you, you would, I think you'd be amazed. I, yeah. I hope. I hope I make her proud. Did she have, like, when you would, you know, when you were growing up and she's there taking care of you and all that stuff, like, being your mother figure and your father figure, did she have, like, a go-to phrase that she would always say that you remember? She would always call me a turkey. Like, stop it, you turkey. Come here. You just, you just being a turkey. Yeah. Like, I just, <laughs> that sticks out to me. If anything, I feel like I want to get a turkey tattoo. <laughs> just to have that. Right. Yeah. Um, and only you would know why. Right. Um, <laughs> but, yes, you said that. And uh, there's just a, a lot of weird traditions that we had. Well, not necessarily traditions, but, like, a lot of weird things that. Yeah. Um, like, she would, my, my dramps, my grandpa, he passed away when I was younger. Uh-huh. Um, like, maybe two years old. Um and he would eat peanut butter and mayonnaise sandwiches. Peanut know, butter right? and mayonnaise. Peanut butter and mayo. Mayonnaise sandwiches. How and do you come up with that? I don't even want to know. But, like, she was like, hey, Dramps used to eat these. You want to try it? And it's like, that was the snack. That I, that was my go-to snack. Yeah. Like, my sister would be like, can you make me a peanut butter and banana sandwich for lunch? Or, you know, turkey and cheese or something. Yeah. I'm like, yo, Dranny, make me a peanut butter mayo again, please. And I'll take it to school and show everybody how gross it was. It's like, out. what are you doing? But yeah. I just loved it. Yeah, I loved it. Um, so Still like to that. this day? Uh, I, haven't had, I haven't had a peanut butter mayo sandwich in a while. Yeah. I don't know if that was her just stretching money. <laughs> but... Um, 
it's something that's come from that's all that was left. Oh, right. Right. Yeah. And he's just like, this is amazing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But yeah, she yeah. said my dream, she used to eat it and my uncle eats it too. Like I would right. eat it just randomly. Um, a little snack. Definitely suggest it. Definitely suggest if you're listening, check it out. All right. Yeah. Do you uh so do you still have a relationship with your mum? Do you see your mum quite a bit? Uh yeah, yeah. I mean okay. well, not not too too often, but you know, it, it won't be it'll be a few months. Okay. You know, every few months. Um she uh she's still kinda just doing her own thing. Yeah. Uh, still has a bit of an addiction and yeah. has she been like, to a game yet? Uh, she has. Actually. So she's seen you in full flight I, out there. I bought her tickets, like um, hundred hundred section tickets yeah. to a game this season, like for the first time. Yeah. She was like, "Oh my gosh, Malcolm! I had no idea. Like I hear people talking about you doing yeah. stuff, but like I had no idea." She was like crying. I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" How was much. that for you, knowing that like mom's in the crowd tonight? Oh man, it was it was crazy. I was like. I remember just being so hyped, and then like the thought came into my mind, like, and I looked over and I saw her, and I immediately got nervous. Yeah. For whatever. It was yeah, like, you're like this one nervous. person out of eighteen thousand people right. in here that I'm like nervous about. And I spotted her, like, it was just like I, I was looking, and I was like, where did those seats go? Yeah. And, like, as soon as I thought about it, I looked over and I saw her, and we like locked eyes. I'm yeah. Like, oh snap! Like I'm not doing this for everybody else. I'm doing this for you now. Right. Uh oh. Um, what game was that? Oh man, I don't even remember. It was. Uh, it was just a normal season game. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, it couldn't have been a crazy game because I was like man these hundred seat tickets crazy <laughs> I ain't never had to buy tickets to a game so I was like yeah. you know <laughs> um, but uh, yeah I got her in and she um, I remember like looking up and I was like man what'd you think and I tried to go up and see her and she was gone she left yeah I was like what really yeah. yeah straight up just left. she saw me for like the opening oh, maybe the first quarter yeah. maybe and like she just bounced I was like man but she don't have a cell phone or nothing so it's like yeah yeah yeah, but um, <laughs> it was crazy. It was crazy. Well, at least she's seen you in like in do your thing. Yeah, like, yeah. That's that's cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then she, anytime I see her, talk to her, she's always like, "Man, you don't understand how many people tell me uh, about this guy on Fox Twenty Five doing all the crazy stuff, and I just I'd be so proud to tell them that that's yeah. my son, and they'll never believe me. But yeah. like, uh, we look just alike. <laughs> so back to like, I mean. You, this whole story, like, you've gone through so much. You've had to deal with so much, and it's made you who you are today. Mm-hmm. And then you step out on the court, you know, that first year you said it gets rocky and you're just trying to find your feet and, like, become yourself and get mm-hmm. comfortable being yourself in front of 18,000 people. And then, like, you know, the Thunder may be doing well, they may not be, you know, and you're around all these people that, like, the entire state idolizes. Mm-hmm. And then you have your, like, your cut-ins or your halftime show, you like, you know, the three-point contest or the half-court shot. Like, recently, we had, what, two in the same night? Oh, it was nasty, Like, yes. what was it first, what was your first half-court shot night like? Do you remember that? I do. Oh, yeah. When was um, that? <laughs> uh, oh, man, this was, like, I want to say the first year, like, my first year, we didn't even make the playoffs. We didn't, I don't think we had a guy hit the half-court shot. Oh, no, we did. Yeah, we did, definitely. Um... And I was like, I remember like, it's crazy that you asked that because a friend just like messaged me this video on Facebook. It was like, yo, you in this video is like a compilation of all the crazy half court shots around the NBA. And yeah. I was like, one of them. Um, but I remember just the instantaneous energy just shoots through the roof. It's right. like you go from like a regular season energy to like playoff energy as soon as this dude hits a shot, right? Yeah. Um, 
And I'm like, all right, man, $20,000 on the line right here. Don't step over that line. All right, here we go. Whenever you're ready. And the dude just like the ugliest shot oh, you really? could ever shoot, <laughs> right? But it goes in, like nothing but net, right? Yeah. Um, and like, so in the moment, I didn't realize I said this, and I don't know if I can curse, but. You go ahead. Yeah. Uh, I was like, oh, shit, what? <laughs> like just at top of my lungs, right? Into the mic. Yeah. Like, oh, shit, what? Like, you know, just crazy. And it made the cut, like, uh, of what they showed on Facebook, Everything. Instagram, all yeah, all over the place. And it's like, I said it, but at the same time, the crowd erupted, so too. So it didn't, wasn't that bad? You, it's like, you Only you it. could know? What? Well, like, I didn't realize it until I started reading the comments, and they were like, yo, their MC just, like, said shit on the mic. You know, I was like, did I? And yeah. And like, he kept re- rehearing it. And I was like, I did? Oh, snap. Like, that's, dang. I yeah. did. I did. I definitely said it. Um. Which, you know, there's worse. Now you've turned it down words. a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. If anything, I try not to even say anything. Like, bring you the just, mic down, just jump up and excited and everything. But Yeah. Um, yeah, that definitely happened. And I want to say it's happened maybe three, two or three times after that. Okay. And then. And yeah, then this, this year season, was right. just like. Back to back in one night. Which is insane. Yeah. Like, the odds of that is mad. Like, well, they, they set it up to where they wanted it to happen. Right. Okay. So it was like. They Mid First Bank partnered with the Thunder, and we're like, we're gonna do these open tryouts. First ten guys who can shoot a half court shot in the first try will get a chance to win twenty thousand dollars at the upcoming game. Okay, so so these guys have practiced. Right, right. They came in, they did their thing, um, and then they narrowed it down. Pre pre game, we did like a free throw contest. Okay, so it was like, out of those. 10 contestants the top two you know with the most free throws in 24 seconds yeah moved on to that half court shot so first time out first quarter you had one guy come up and it was like he had 24 seconds to shoot as many half court shots as he could and it was like it was down to the wire if anything i gave him that one extra shot i was like all right man you know last shot here we go last shot yeah and sure enough that buzzer hit the ball left his hand the buzzer hit like yeah. it was the most insane thing like that shot alone was was wild and yeah. then the guy second quarter first time out um or yeah second time out first quarter a uh, guy comes up and he did it on like his second shot like he he didn't come to play yeah around, right yeah. um he just knocked it down um and he's just regular you know average joes these aren't like, like avid 20K. basketball players yeah right? 20k in the bank just like that um, and I always try to, you know, ask contestants beforehand, you know, like, all right, you're trying to keep that winning mindset. Like, in my mind, you already won. Okay, yeah. so you just $20,000 richer right now. What are you planning on doing with this money? Yeah. You know? And he asked him this on the court, and they're like, you know, I want to propose to my girlfriend. He's like, oh. Well, that's kind of cute, right. yeah. Probably the craziest I heard from one of the contestants who I just, he did not win. He wasn't even close. He was like, uh, you know, I plan on taking that 20k to the casino and doubling that bad boy you know what i'm saying i'm like yeah man yeah, you gotta hit the rim first right, right um yeah i definitely didn't make it or yeah. uh what's one guy he's like uh you know i want to invest it you know in a, in a small business maybe and you know start my future the last guy who won it uh he graduated from osu like the night before yeah he was like this is going straight to student loans i was like that's so dope yeah, yeah that's that's dope so you're like, I know, really spent on something better than that, but I guess that's kind of a smart move. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, you know, after taxes, it's probably like yeah, 16 true. or something. Yeah. What's, uh, what was it like your like first playoff game? Oh, man. Was it just insane? Like, because I've never been to a playoff game. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. like, is it just like being on the court with, you know, I mean, you're in the, you're in the spot. Yeah. Right? There's nothing else like it. There's no, nothing complete else like it. noticeable change. I remember. 
I remember being out, like this is back when they had Thunder Alley downtown, like outside of the Chesapeake. So it's uh-huh. like you can go to a playoff game and just stand outside, you know, and just like watch it on a big screen out there in front of the peak. Yeah. And like it was it was Thunder versus the Lakers, right? And it was like just it was the craziest crowd. Just like the fact that they had this many people packed out you know, right there on Thunder Alley, it was definitely a fire hazard waiting to happen. And yeah. sure enough, like, I want to say somebody like, shot a gun off and everybody like, freaked out. Um, that was, like, the last time they ever did it. But I was thinking to myself, like, like as crazy it is, is as crazy as it is out here, I know it's, like, three times as loud and crazy in there because you could just feel, like, those big shots. You could feel them erupt out here. Yeah. It's, like, a second delay, and then it happens out there. So it's just like, ah, oh, man, like, I want to be in there. And then sure enough, like, working for an organization, being in there, it's like, I mean, I've heard it from people who travel different arenas around the league and stuff, and they say, like, playoff game in Oklahoma, nothing else compares. Really? Because, yeah. They're like, I don't know if it's, this is all y'all got, so it's like you're all that's in. That's it, yeah. yeah. Um, or if that's just the energy, the mindset. But, man, it's like you could be an OU fan, you could be an OSU fan. You could be a – you don't even have to be a Thunder fan, but when you get to that game and you feel the energy and you're in the, in the peak mm-hmm. – yeah, it's the playoff energy is like unlike anything yeah. else on the planet for sure. Like it's crazy, it's crazy. And your your like script and your setup is like the same during a playoff game. Is that right? We'll we'll incorporate kind of. a lot. Of, I mean, you know, a few different things here and there just to kind of add this pizzazz to the yeah. playoffs. But your cut in is like your times that you go out is exactly the same. Yeah, pretty right? much, pretty much. Yeah, um, and yeah, so it's like we still do the half court shot. You know, we still do some of those fun interactive elements and stuff that we always do but it's like i don't know i maybe i yell a little louder or i'm just like that much more crazy i'll have maybe one extra red bull than i would normally yeah. but yeah i try to bring it i try what's, to bring it. what's like your do? favorite part of it the whole thing who um do you have like a segment that you just love doing every single time before something that we kind of incorporated this past few seasons before uh, the game actually starts and the players run out on the court, um, it's scripted as a thunder up moment. So it's like, yeah, um, like Roma gets out, he's on the drum, the music's going. Yeah, yeah. So right it's start. actually even like right before that. So okay. it's like, um, I'll do this like siren thing with the fan. It's like, oh yeah, fan, I'm here with the fan of the game. She's gonna get hyped up. And we do this siren, and then like right after that, I have like maybe two minutes to just say whatever I want to do on the court, just me. Um, and like they put all the lasers around and yeah. put a spotlight on me like right there in the center of the court and I just get to just hype the yeah. crowd up I'm like yo yo this is this is playoff basketball OKC yeah. what you want to do with it and they're just like ah! you know I'm like yeah. oh that's all you got yeah. that's all you got and like, ah! you know, like, <laughs> I love it I love it um, I don't know it's just it puts something on me it's like yeah. I don't want to say that gives me life but it like I'll go in and it's tough sometimes. Like, I'll go into to work you know, at three or four. You know, game starts at seven. Probably get off around like ten or eleven, maybe. And then like, I'll just be so hyped, I can't go to sleep. Right. Knowing, and then you're up at like four a.m. Right, to go to work. The whole time I gotta be at work in the morning. But I'm just like, I like the energy just is. Yeah. Like, I can't. I can't turn it down sometimes. Um, and man, it's yeah, it's yeah. like nothing else. I wouldn't trade it for anything. That's so awesome. Definitely not. I'm going to finish on this. Do you have um, just one standout favorite moment from your last five years working with the Thunder? 
working with the thunder. Ooh. Hmm. Hmm. Okay, does it have to be like in arena? No, just working for the, the organization. Okay. Um, probably the coolest thing was me and my ex-girlfriend at the time, uh, it's like two summers ago, went to California. And we're on the, uh, the, like the rail train, whatever, going to Malibu. Mm-hmm. Like the beach, we wanted to check out the beach. And this guy, we're talking to this guy on the thing, and he's like, he's like y'all not from here. I could just tell by the way y'all talking. I'm not from here. They're like, no, nah, we from Oklahoma. They're like, Oklahoma? What? Oklahoma? It's like, the only thing I love about Oklahoma is the thunder. I'm like, yeah, me too. What's up? <laughs> um, and then that was kind of it. And he was like, so, he's like, you, you go to games a lot? I was like, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, all the time. I'm, the, I'm probably the biggest thunder fan you ever meet in your life. He was like, are you really? He was like, you, he was like, you don't work for them, do you? I was like, yeah. <laughs> he was like, is that you on the mic? I was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah. He was like, yep. bro, I've never been to Oklahoma in my life. Would never want to go. Why would I would ever want to go yeah. to Oklahoma? I'm like, don't be hating, man. He was like, but he was like, I watch the games online and I get to see the timeouts. And he was like, man, you are a bad. He was like, I, yeah. I just love seeing you do your thing. He was like, the guys here, they they not like that. You know, you just, you bring it, you bring it. And it's like, y'all got the best, like, game night energy. I could just see it through the yeah, screen. Yeah. I was like, and it just kind of justified you know why my I do job, this. why I do it, and it just, I was like, if this guy who has no ties to Oklahoma at all, other than just loving seeing you know Russell Westbrook play, says that he watches it and continues to watch it and stays for the time I was just to see and recognized you, right? I was like, that's that's crazy, that's yeah. great. This is across the country, dang near, and yeah, I was like, yeah, that, that's so cool. But I'd say every game night, I try to make it different, I try to make it fun, and. Every night is an experience that, like, is the best. It's like, I try to make the next night even better than the last night, mm-hmm. which is, if that's even possible. Yeah. yeah. So, I love it. Yeah, matching that energy is not easy. Is <laughs> but, um, mate, this is, this is awesome. Yeah, uh, just, it. you know, just to have you share what you've gone through and just become who you are now. You know, like, and this is, like I said, you have the rest of your life ahead of you. You know, I can't wait to see you know, and, and just kind of be around what you do now. Like mm-hmm. it, it just, it means so much to, that for the, that can't even talk. It, you know, it, it means a lot that, uh, you know, that you'd share this story and spend the time to, to be on the podcast. And, you know, I'm now that you're off for the summer cause the thunder didn't make playoffs. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm excited to see what you do with your time. Cause I know, like I said, you've ran the marathon and you're going to run maybe a couple of duathlons as well. Uh, maybe. Uh, I'll be supporting. I won't be running, Oh. <laughs> uh, but I will definitely come out. Um, for everybody listening, uh, how can they follow you and all that stuff? Hey, um, follow me on Facebook. I have a personal account, professional account, just Malcolm Tubbs. You can follow me on Instagram also at MC underscore MTOKC. Uh, and of course, you know, go to Thunder Games. Go, you know, wake up in the morning super early and watch Fox 25, 6 to 9. 6 to 9. Um, and if you're an OU fan, I'll also be doing that over the season next year, too. Okay. Uh, all yeah. right. So... I'll be around. Yeah. Yeah. You'll see me somewhere. (laughs) Awesome. Well, guys, if you see Malcolm out around town 
or on TV or at Thunder Game, shout at him, tell him that you heard the podcast, Yay. wish him luck, whatever he's doing next. Uh, mate, again, really appreciate your time. This has been awesome. Hey, you and can't wait to do another podcast with you in a couple of years just yes. to see what's next. Yes. Hopefully you'll be it. flying back in because you're in LA or doing something All right. else. You know? <laughs> right. Bigger Who markets. Knows, but, right? yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Awesome, man. Really appreciate your time. Hey, thanks, man. Thanks yeah. for checking us out, guys. We will catch you next week. Cheers. Thank you for listening. We are inspired by those around us and hope that you are too. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review so we can keep telling your stories. For more great Oklahoma content, follow This Is Oklahoma on Facebook and Instagram. podcast was produced by Mike Hearn and Ian Weston, mixed by Alan Brown, with music by Chad Duro.